Hello, and welcome to Yelling About Ellen, an all-encompassing look at HBO's hit com- comedy entourage, by bros, for bros. I'm your bros with the most, Andrew Jones, and over there is my bros encounter with the third kind, Nick Torres. Hey, ET phone home, am I right? Um, I think you're right. Let me double check. <laughs> click, 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 you're wrong. Oh. Oh, man. Sorry. I better check my contact info. You know what? That one's made a pretty deep reaction with me. Yeah. <laughs> We're dealing with the final part of season four, the third disc in the set of three, which includes the episodes The Young and the Stoned, Snow Job, No Cans Do, and The Can Kids. Hey, two two cans episodes. Oh boy. But before we do anything else, um, on the day of recording, which was a Sunday and a week ago, Doug Ellen tweeted out a thing which said, Airport sneak peek at the Johnny Walker spot we shot last week and a picture of them staring at a phone or camera. And it got us thinking. What are some good ideas for adverts based in the Entourage universe in which the characters will be seen perhaps shilling for a product in the real world? So if you went to... I don't know, watching TV on live television, not TiVoing, and not skipping through the adverts, and suddenly you saw all your favourite Entourage characters advertising a product in real life, not in their world. What what would it be? Oh, man, it would probably be something cool like backwards caps. Oh, my goodness. How would they advertise that? Would they have, like, a cap and say, this stuff's rubbish, throw it in the bin, pick up a cap the other side round? Yeah, or, I mean, they could probably just... (laughs) Turn the one cap around. But what, so, so they're selling the idea of fashion as opposed to selling the idea of a different kind of cap. Well, I mean, all caps can become backwards caps. Right? No. But by nature, part of what makes a backwards cap a backwards cap is that it was a frontwards cap at one point in its life. No, you, if you turn a cap around, you're faking a backwards cap. You've, you've really... That's like chopping off your jeans to make them short shorts. Right. You've got to buy them pre-made. Yeah, I get what you're saying. If it doesn't begin its life as... If it doesn't begin its life backwards, then it's always going to be forwards thinking in the wrong aspect. Right. And so then you're going to be walking into walls because you're walking backwards because you're confused and your head's on the long way around. But what if it's a frontwards cap that was born feeling that it was a backwards cap? Then it has to have that switch. It has to legally change itself into a backwards cap but under I mean, the law of America. I think still deep down, it becomes a ba- it is a backwards cap. I don't, okay, look, this is a tough situation, but cap transitioning, you need paperwork. I'm sorry, it can't be about what no. you truly believe or feel. You have to, you for the safety of society and not to feel confused and scared about what they can and can't do with the cap. They have to make sure that they are registered no, I just as don't, backwards that's or forwards. That's not right. If one of my caps, you know, felt that way, I would embrace it. I would wear it as a backwards cap. No Look, question. if I walked into a backwards cap bathroom and then took off my backwards cap and a forwards cap came in thinking it was a backwards cap, my backwards cap would feel embarrassed because it's just revealed itself in front of a forwards cap who's trying to pretend it's backwards cap. I just and think it would feel really awkward. Your caps, no matter what they do. <laughs> 
I, I can't get on board with that. This is coming from a man who wore a fedora. Because you can wear it any direction, and it always works. There's only one direction for a fedora, and that's a trajectory straight into the trash can. <laughs> I think you'll find it's got a wonderful ability to get air resistant and fly for miles. A fedora. A fedora. Well, Mr. Uh, Mr. No taught us that. <laughs> Mr. No, before he got his doctorate. Yeah, he 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 was running nope. a fedora job. business. No, odd job. Odd taught us that. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. I'm going. <laughs> Let's you know. I'm gonna Mister Nope this error and say I meant to say odd job. Did you? Because it feels like you said Mister No. Yes, but I was I wasn't even referring to the Doctor No movie. I was just referring to the character of Mister No. Which is Mr. No, he's the man with the fedora that can fly. Mr. Yeah. No, look at that man. He's got a fedora. That's pretty much all he's got. Well, I guess if we reduce our job to just a fedora, then, <laughs> yeah, that is true. I am right. Mr. No has a fedora. But he's, he's, he's kind of got so much more than that. Odd jobs. He has a lot a character. He's yeah. a real character. He's a real character. USA said so. The United well, States. Well, they do America. drama. Do they? Yeah, yeah, they're best friends with TNT. Mm. Part and of the Acme T Corporation. And they think TBS is a is a slacker that's really wasting the family's time. They but just think, well, look, I I know we're making the money, Turtle, TBS. Yeah. But you you've got to find your own way in life as well. You can't just pretend to exist. Yeah, but he knows comedy. Does he? Does he knows comedy? Yeah, that's he's always saying. He it. can he smell knows. it out. We knows comedy. Wait, does he use his nose to smell comedy? Is that why Cougar Town is on there? Yeah, because of all the wine. Yeah, wine oh, is it all makes sense now. So, back to your original question: They could use uh, backwards caps. They could do commercial for Xbox. Oh, give us an Xbox commercial. Okay, so. Okay. We'll be back to the last man on earth after these messages. Okay. Wow. That's the Xbox noise. Uh, I didn't need it explained. I got it. Okay. Just play it, it was a spot on impression. Hey, look. I'm Kevin Dillon, but I'm also acting like my TV character drama. Hey, good friend, former fat man who plays Turtle... Ferrara, man, what are you up to? Ring, ring. Oh, our, 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 our telephone sounding doorbell just rang, and we live together. Well, that's weird. Look who it is. Adrian Grenier and Leo DiCaprio. They got married. Oh, cool. Xbox for anyone, man. Whoa, it's an earthquake. Oh, Jeremy Piven came through the ceiling. Whoa, what a crazy, weird commercial. Oh, Sonic the Hedgehog's here. Oh no, what's he taking out his dripstick for? And then they all start kissing. <laughs> and then it then goes Xbox. Cause you gotta cause you gotta love it. So at no point does E, the lead character of Entourage, some people say, <laughs> pop up into this. Well this the titular E does not appear. <laughs> cause he's, he the show's so much about E, his name pops up twice in the one-word title of the show, and yet he doesn't appear in the commercial for Xbox. Yeah, he doesn't play Xbox, the actor, Connolly. <laughs> but the character does. 
Yeah, but he doesn't care that much about acting as Dante's proven. <laughs> so he, he wouldn't do it. Okay. There's fine. a photo of him, a, a little tiny frame photo that many fans looked at and thought, oh, maybe they just shrunk him down. <laughs> what do you mean, shrunk him down? You know, honey, that's, I shrunk that, the That's normal size. Oh, that's his normal size. Little tiny picture frame size. Yeah, that's about right. It's wallet size. That's true. I do have a little wallet size. <laughs> Fun size. Bite sized Kevin. Ooh. Which is what Kevin Dillon would try to sell a, a porno. A solo porno. Him and his dick. Bite sized Kevin. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. What, what do you think? <laughs> what do you have that you tell me? Not my idea. Yeah. Okay, so we open. It's a bed. Vin's on there with a honey. Yes. They're having sex. You see everything. You see bubbling up. You see rising. You see insertion. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> he turns the camera. He pulls it out and he squeezes. It go. It just hits the screen. It goes. Ah, time for a Red Bull. And it says monster. Because Red Bull comes in your face. Wow. I'm thinking the Cartoon Network would be our target audience for that one. Yeah, kids I have energy. I think you're right. That's for the kids. So. Also, oh, the I've got we've got another one. Don't worry. Oh, okay, good. Thank God. So Turtle, he's driving a car. He's driving it really fast down the road, and he's smoking. He's listening to some banging tunes, and he stops. <laughs> he stops at a stop sign. Yeah. Yes. The police pull over. <laughs> <laughs> they tell him to get out of the car. He refuses. He starts to drive really fast. Yeah. And they shoot him about 500 times in the head. His head explodes. <laughs> it just says LAPD. For your safety. Oh. <laughs> also Domino's. Now we don't call ourselves Domino's Pizza. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, I don't know if they could air any of these commercials over here. Well, HBO. Well, HBO can air commercials. Uh, Showtime will definitely air it. Stars, I think, will be pretty much down on it. Uh, Netflix like to do that kind of dangerous, edgy advertising. Hulu Plus. They all only air commercials for themselves, save for Hulu Plus, which will have commercials for anything. Crackle. You know, they only have commercials for comedians and cars getting cocky. <laughs> is that the one where they get really excited and showboaty and suddenly they pull out their penis and Jerry Seinfeld has to juggle it out? Yeah, Jerry says, ugh, I thought it would be... Oh, I thought you said you wanted cream in your coffee! Is this the only way to milk the cow? Wow, what a nightmare. <laughs> what a nightmare scenario that you just <laughs> evoked. <laughs> you don't want to know how cream would burst in this time. Uh, right out the pee hole. No, he is, what he is, is with the... <laughs> he is made of semen. First it was Sloan, rising out of the cum steam. Like a Terminator. 
Stone. Oh God. Already we've alienated viewer, listener. It was fun. It yeah. was fun. You know, it's worth it. Yeah, it was like riding a bike. So, the Young and the Stoned, our first episode, our first foray into Entourage this this week. The Young and the Stoned. The Young and the Stoned. I don't know if that's a funny it's reference a, or not. It's a David Bowie song. Is it? Nope. Sounds like it could be. What era? Like modern era? Or yeah, you know, the one where he's afraid of Americans and is all industrial and... Pretty Freaky? Yeah. It's also the title of one of his songs. Oh, yeah. No. Pay attention to my son. He's doing some pretty interesting work. In parentheses, please buy his new Blu-ray source code. Still out. Source code theme song that he did. It's the source code. Yeah, let's hear it. The code of sources. It's the sauciest code in the world. Jake Gyllenhaal is the source code to life. Jeffrey Wright smokes a pipe. <laughs> and that, that was, was a little, that, was a little <laughs> bit. that was the iTunes uh, preview. <laughs> <laughs> the source code theme tune by David Bowie. Featuring Kanye. You, go, you don't even get to hear him do his rap. No. He just says, huh? Times. <laughs> he's always wondering why he's there. He's he's not hearing it very properly. He's like, ah. it's not coming yeah. through my headphones. Ah. He's the fifth Beatle. <laughs> Should we name some of the more of the Beatles? I feel like we didn't get all the Beatles down. Yeah, I've sure. researched this week. Sure, yeah. Demi Yogi. Lovato. Demi Lovato, the 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 woman. Yes. The young woman. The young woman. The twenty-something-year-old uh, woman. Twenty-three, eh, twenty-four. She is one of the original Beatles. She was the original Beatles. She was Patient Zero. Oh. She was Outbreak. bit by, <laughs> by the music bug. And became oh, a Beatle. No. no. <laughs> I feel as though... The Craze. Well, it was Beatlemania. No, no, The Craze. The Craze? The, the, t- the, two, the two young mobsters in the UK. The Craze. I don't know. The Cray Brothers. Is. Oh, do I need to educate you on the craze? Yeah, I know a lot about... They did the Chelsea Smile, they did the Chelsea Handler. The Chelsea Smile? Is that a a killer? Uh, That's when you slit a man's face. Oh, a Glasgow Smile. You make a smile through his mouth. A Glasgow Smile. It's called a Chelsea Smile. I think you're just trying to rep for your, your, your home. I'm not trying to rep for it. So you've got Ronnie and Reggie Cray. Okay, well then, if that's the case, you got Yogi Berra, former <laughs> baseball player, <laughs> and John American. Logie Baird, the creator of television. Okay, and John Lejoie, Lejoie, <laughs> John Lejoie, and, and John uh, Leguizamo. That's true. Growing Who's the manager? Growing up in the barrio, my mom was always telling me. Is this Bob Hoskins? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Hey, growing up in Super Mario Land. Growing up in the barrio? Huh? Huh? Yeah. Growing up in the barrio there. 
That's Bob Hoskins doing, that? his, Bro- That's doing his Brooklyn voice. Hey, this is my Brooklyn accent. Princess Peach. I will destroy you. Do you think he's ever you called snake. someone a Donkey Kong as a racist slur? <laughs> Don't Kong a bat. What are you, a bunch of Yoshis? Oh, oh, no. That, that does, does feel really bad, racist. doesn't it? <laughs> it's worse than that accent. That is a... Oh, my God. I never realized how... If I wanted to say Yoshi something is. nasty, it would make it sound like this, wouldn't it? It'd be the worst thing to say. Oh, something my like this. God. Is that Bill Nye? Don't Yoshi me. Yes. Oh, oh, oh. Like Bill oh, Nye. Makes me feel dirty. Don't Yoshi me. Bill Nye. You didn't call the doctor, Couple of Yoshis. The capital of Yoshi's. Back in uh, World War Two, your grandfather fought with. Ugh, I can't unhear that now. Oh boy. I used to associate Yoshi with cuteness and sushi. Now. And well, eggs. that was racist of you to assume he was sushi. No, well, no, there's a sushi place around here called Yoshi's. Well, that's racist of them to call it that. Well, they are Asian, so they have a right. No, no, they might be Korean. You don't know this. They might be trying mm. to steal off the Japanese name. They might be Kirk. Oh, I thought you meant they might be carrying like weed on them. <laughs> might be Korean. Thank you. They might be Karen O. Hey, Karen O. She can uh, go away from covering uh, uh, songs about immigrants. Immigrant songs. Sure. Yes. <laughs> what a pull. What a pull. Right. So the so, young and the, the stone. <laughs> Anna Faris dies. Oh, God. Anna Faris. Yes. Hits E's car with her car. It's a bloodbath. Yeah, everyone's mangled. It's a scary movie, five. No one's out alive. Was that the tagline for for SM5? Oh, SVM. Scary five movie. That's right. Yeah, they got it wrong. They got it around the wrong way because no one bothered to check. Yeah, not one person <laughs> looked at that and said, "Hey, uh, there was one intern who thought about it, but then he was like, hey, hey guys, this might be wrong, but yeah. I, what do I know? I'm only like 25 and illiterate.'" Yeah, they said, "Shut up, Lloyd." Ah! Lloyd. What, what was his name? Lloyd. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, edit point. Lloyd. Say it again. Oh, uh, Lloyd. Now, again, I have to stress, I've never heard him say it quite as... Lloyd! You should do some some throat singing. Lloyd! That's always a good reference. That fucking music. Don't even have to say it. All right, we need to get to to the point of this episode. Is that it's uh, Mrs. Ari? Yep. That's her name. The one and only. The true milf. Of the series. Perry Reeves herself. She was on The Young and the Restless. She was. That's why it's called The Young and the Stoned. Because it's clever? I don't understand that. That's clever. 
Thank you uh, for understanding it's clever because I'm, I'm I'm confused. Yeah, well, I'll walk you. I'll, I'll take your hand and walk you through it, like Jesus. Oh, please do. So sh- they wanted to be on that show again. Yep. For a uh, anniversary. Forty years or so. Yeah. Yeah. So that would make her. Maybe she was twenty when she did twenty one. Yeah, but she wasn't there on the first time. She was just a classic character coming back. I'll make her sixty years old. That's fair. That seems about right. Doesn't look it. Oh, it's Hollywood, isn't it? Everyone looks like that. That's true. Um, but also Ari's never touched her, so that could be why she's held up so well. Yeah, she does not get touched at all. Because he's got she lives, she lives in a uh, bubble with yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal. JG, boy in the bee. Right, and they go on adventures together. Yeah, and they give each other weird haircuts. <laughs> and at one point they just stand there in his pants together. They got an airplane, there's an old man who keeps saying the word poontang, but the tang part is blocked out by an, now air, listen. By an engine backfiring. What are we doing? You're spoiling the boy in the plastic bubble. <laughs> I'm not spoiling it, because it's so good that it doesn't matter what you say. That's Nothing's true. That's why it was it. critically acclaimed. It's always all one of the critics. greatest films that Jake Gyllenhaal has ever done. They all said, it's so good, no matter what we say. What they said when Enemy came out was like, Jake Gyllenhaal was good in this film, but it's no bubble boy. That's right. It's no BB. Prisoners. I mean, still, guys, why is he not doing it over the bubble boy? Because that's kind yeah. of the best. The only prisoner situation I'm interested with Jake Gyllenhaal is when he's a prisoner to himself in a plastic bubble. <laughs> when he is hermetically stealed away from the rest of the world. Yeah. Can't yeah. even kill himself. Um... <laughs> uh, <sighs> Mary J. Blige is probably on a jet at some point <laughs> in this episode, so we're going to have to bring that up now for every episode here on out, that she's probably flying in the airspace above the episode. I don't think so. I think she's underground. Mm, taking a train on that underground railroad at a point. Wow. Oh, boy. Nope. Let's get in stayed in. All right. Well, it can't. It's not racist if you say edit point right after, because that means you <laughs> didn't want it to be heard. But you are heard. And then what? What do you have to say for yourself? I have to say I'm sorry. That was a tasteless joke. I apologize to Mary J. Blige and anyone else who was hurt by my careless. Her comments. people. Her the people. Sklars. Sklars. Uh, Entourage. Doug Allen. The cast. Uh, the crew. Warner Brothers Studios. Warner Brothers Television. HBO. But fuck craft. Craft services can suck a dick. Wait, craft is in K Craft, yeah, the uh, Philadelphia yeah. company. Yeah, my former employer's K R A F T Craft. <laughs> Did you know if you put the letters in different ways, it says K Fart. Hey, K Fart, uh, Britney Spears' ex-husband. <laughs> hey, that's topical. a Justin Timberlake joke. Hey, you got some ointment? Cause I'm topical. Do they ever fuck? Ooh. Justin Timberlake and everybody else in the world. Yeah, I've been inside of him, deep inside, deep, deep down inside. What did happen when you got inside? What did he do? Um, he said, "You don't need to get so ornery. Dance with me. <laughs> Rock with me, boy." 
And then I busted a nut inside of him. Right, Ten points. <laughs> I don't think I want audio of me out there saying that I butt fucked Justin Timberlake. Because when I did it, he just he said, "What what what's happening? Why are you why are you crying a river?" Because it's like, oh, this is this is sad. I don't want to be up here. I was, up I was here. It'd be the Where were you? Record. You were on stage when you did it <laughs> at one of his shows. <laughs> did that not happen to you? Everyone at his shows, he does three hours. Of the 20 experience, and then he says, <laughs> and now I'm turning it around to the audience. Drops his trousers, bends over, and the other 20 experience is you have to go up there, everybody has to do it. Taking turns. You just have to go to town. <laughs> so. <laughs> um. Okay. So, the young and the stoned. Mrs. Yeah. Owen's going back onto television. Guess right. who doesn't like that idea? Who? Mr. Ari. Oh, and Ari makes all her decisions. Right. He's the man of the house. He has That's to be right. in command of women. Mr. Selfridge himself. <laughs> he sells fridges and he commands houses. That's right. Has he ever been playing Mr. Command Houser? Uh, well, next series he will. Next series on ITV. Yoshi. And the, and the house control. Yeah, you know, I didn't apologize for that either. You don't need to apologize. Nintendo do. Apologies are the new edit points. 2015. So, Mrs. Ari has to do a scene in which she has to kiss a man. Really? Ari doesn't like that. And that's it. He doesn't like it. He doesn't condone. He doesn't condone his wife kissing somebody else on camera in front of other people for acting. Ari Gold is five years old. He does not understand the concept of performing. Ari Gold is a little shit baby. He's a little cunt heel. He's a little... Yeah, you know what? Let's unload. Let's lower our pants. Guys, it's time for us to unload about J-Lo. Where we Man. just say some things and we'll have Jennifer Lopez sing in the background. Okay. Yeah. I think, actually, we can we can put a loop of a J-Lo song behind us and we won't get sued. So let's start. Um, hey, so the weather out there is nice. You know what I'm really stressed about? What? About the fact that I don't think this episode will come out in time. And that really makes me sad because I want everyone to have a fun time when they listen to this episode. But if it's not out in time, they won't hear it in time and they won't have as much fun in time. Do you think that people are waiting to hear this episode? I think people are clamoring at the hill to hear it because they love Entourage like we love Entourage and like the entire human race loves Entourage and they just want to hear more about it. So your theory is that we just have so many listeners that care so much about hearing it that instead of messaging us to let us know or downloading the show, they're just too busy streaming it immediately and all the time. Look, it's not that we have so many listeners, it's that the world has so many Entourage fans. Mm. And they will naturally be drawn to us because we talk about Entourage, the greatest show on earth. That's true. We do talk a lot Cesar about Entourage. Mill said so itself. You know, one of our iTunes uh, reviews, which don't exist, is that we don't we talk a little bit too much about Entourage. They do want us to chat a bit more about other things. So let's discuss. Um, I don't know. The Politics? weather outside. Okay, the weather outside. Well, it's frightful. But the fire. No, that's frightful too. It burned down half of my house. Oh boy, which half? The bad half. Was it the half that he had the masking tape around so that it was designated Felix Hunger's side? 
<laughs> Folks, that was a real nice odd couple joke. <laughs> Do you think people who work on the odd couple say, "Yeah, I'm, I'm right, I'm, 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 I'm oh, writing on your podcast, and I'm going to write an episode now based on this episode." I'm writing on odd. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm the over OC. there on odd. <laughs> <laughs> they would call it that, though. Yeah, that's a, that seems like a real show business type of thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing, doing the a cup. Pass. You know, the cup. CBS is the cup. The cup. Yep, you know, you got mom, cup, bang, broke. I'm trying to figure out where cup is. <laughs> the cup? Odd couple, the cup. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think, why oh. is it not as easily titled as the slap? Slap. You just call it slappers. Oh my god, that's what I was I'm, do- I'm doing the S, you know? I couldn't even realize. I didn't even realize. I couldn't even put two and two <laughs> together there. Okay, so if you're doing togetherness, what what do you say about that? Because that's ridiculous. Tug. Tug. Well, I'm doing tug. Yeah, I'm doing I'm season doing, two of tug. Doing season two of tug. <laughs> togetherness. <laughs> I'm I'm doing the ness. Yes, that's it. HBO's doing the ness. Riding on the ness next year. Silicon Valley, Sil. The Val? I'm, I'm, I'm working in the valley. I'm working in the valley on the valley. <laughs> I'm working in the valley on the valley. Yeah. With the valley. Uh, that's it. That's every TV show. No, it's not. Oh. Well, there's Entourage. Thank Raj. you. Riding the Raj. Riding the Raj. Riding these wrongs in the Raj. We should do another podcast about every, where we review every episode of Entourage called Riding the Raj. Oh, a behind-the-scenes look at how they wrote the Raj? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we yeah, get all the writers. We'll do interviews. Get all the writers and get all the writing assistants. Mm, that's true. And get them into a room together and discuss what they're trying to tell us about everything. It'll be fascinating-tastic. Yeah, five-hour record, and then we'll split that into one-minute chunks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I've got to do some math on that one. Hey, math is what makes this world so great. Maths, I said. Oh, yeah. 300 episodes. Wrong. 100? 300 episodes that would be. That's not oh, enough. 300. Okay, yeah, that's fine. No, we want to make it seven hours. Let's do eight. You know what? I can stretch for 8.35. If we had enough money, we could do this. Maybe we need to start a little Kickstarter. We should start a, we, a little Kickstarter, a big Kickstarter. Hey. A big starter. We should get some biros in this. We'll get sued by pens. Yeah. Well, what would we involve the pens? The pen holds the IS to the penis. Mm, that's real. That's real uh, poetic of you. Thank you. My, my penis is mightier than the sword. Beautiful. You Brits, you. you really have a way with words. With friends. The TV show. Made famous by the Iranian remake. That's our podcast about the writer's room of friends. Words <laughs> with friends. <laughs> And then people will listen because they'll think it's either a friends podcast, which is good because that's what it is, or it's a podcast about the app Words with Friends, Who which we'll talk about how they evolved their show into a, an app which people could play. That's true. People don't realize each time they play a game of Words with Friends, that's an entire <laughs> uh, season of friends that they're writing as a crowd. It's and most of the time, writing. their friends are actually AI versions of Chandler and Joey. That's right. 
making exasperated faces and bad choices. If you, if you do a Snapchat with them, all you see is Matthew Perry looking at you going, Hey, watch CBS's The Cup. <laughs> the Cup. I like that. Yep. It's growing on me. Like a fungus. The Cup. <laughs> well then, what if, what if CBS was hosting the World Cup? The World Cup. Would well, the Cup. <laughs> the Cup. Well, uh, a two-hour premiere of the Cup after the World Cup. <laughs> which you just see Thomas Lennon with a moustache and a sombrero on. Vuvuzela. And that's it. That's the difference. He'd say Vuvuzela and it would get a real laugh. The Vuvuzela. He'd refer to it. He'd say it inappropriately. Hmm. Matthew Perry would look at him. like He'd go, what is eyes. that, a bong? Yep. That's good. Hey, get us into the writer's room. We're willing to write Guys, we're doing this. This is going to be great. I think we can become part of season two of the writer's room. Yeah, you know what? This will be better than any packet anyone could submit. It's audio. That's what people need to know. You, you can hear the laughs. You can hear the jokes. You hear how they're working in the room. Okay, so if Edna Cole Brown's character, Sadie, comes in, mm. what does she say? Uh, Somebody, Sadie. Hey, I love Smallville. You guys want to watch? Uh, Thomas Lennon's character, Felix, would say. Oh, yeah, of course, I love Smallville. So, we cut to them watching Smallville. That's right, and it's a close-up shot of the TV, so you can't see anyone else but the, sh- the screen. You see, you see a tuft of hair that has been superimposed onto it. That's and a still right. Image. And, and then, for the rest of the episode, it's just the, the Smallville. The entire episode. Yeah, but it's, it's, in just... three. it's in 4 by 3 Yeah. So, you've got the sides of it, you've got the side of the TV. Mm-hmm. But that's it. Yeah. It's really like crazy. I don't think anyone's done that before. I think. Uh, I think this is, but because Super, uh, sorry, Smallville is yeah. forty-five minutes, and the odd couple, the cup, is twenty-two minutes. It's a double episode spectacular. Nice. Where during the breaks of the each episode, they go off and get some food and come back again. That's to right. Tell you, you can go out and get some food and come back again as well. That's right. But you hear them. You hear them discussing the food that they're getting. Yeah, and during the show, you hear them breathing. Yeah. And sometimes someone gets a text. Yep. And there's a yawn every so often, because it's like, it's like 3.30 at night. Yeah. And they both they both can't sleep. Oh, they and Matthew Perry's there too, though. He, he appears for the second episode. We can't hold him for both episodes, because that's uh, ridiculous. You would think we were saving all this money by not shooting a single thing, aside from the screen. But hey, we're saving even more money so we can get a special episode in which Matthew Perry flies <laughs> playing into a Twin Towers. No. <laughs> and then Phoenix flies his other plane and he goes, Hey, we're on the same trajectory. We really are an odd couple. Uh, <laughs> now I want to see the Twin Towers falling set to the odd couple's theme. Oh, I shouldn't say these sort of things on my... <laughs> I take, that's a joke. This is comedy, folks. Please, I love this country. This is comedy. This is like last week's episode where we haven't even really finished, got even close to finishing off our first episode, and we're going to have to get to a break soon. <laughs> so. Yeah. Finally. Okay. I'm going to pull a John Oliver and say, finally, in this All episode. Look, Vince is hanging his new pad with drama. They don't really hang out very often, and they don't know what to talk about. So they try and find some weed that uh, 
turtle has. That's like extinct weed. But he's stolen it and taken it with him to go and get some shopping. And he brings some women with him. And he's being a real arsehole to this one woman for no reason whatsoever. And then they're pulled over by a cop. And he's still got an attitude towards her because he's an arsehole. Wait, so just like your commercial idea, he gets stopped by a cop? Except in this case, he has to uh, throw the real sticky bud into a storm drain. Mm. And he's not shot. Shame. So this is a fa- that, that version was a fantasy version of this episode. I see. <laughs> Except it was an advert for LAPD. Whereas this is an advert for real sticky bud. I mean, I mean the proper stuff, the, 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 true, the true shit. The stuff that anyway, grew. He takes he takes them home, those girls home. He fight, he gets the weed which he uh, put on a ledge in the storm drain, and they smoke stuff. And he's a real asshole to this woman, and she doesn't want to sleep with him. That sounds like every single episode. Except no, in this case, Turtle's like a real dick. Like there's not even kind of any lovableness to his meanness. He's just mm. mean. It's he's really evil. like. It's really nasty. It's kind of like, why? Why, Turtle? Why are you like that? No one likes you like that. Be nice. Anyway, E's with Anna Faris. He gives us some advice on a script. She takes it and she wants him to be her manager. Oh, she's, what he think? And he also, great. she's she's got a boyfriend, so he's not going to have sex with her, even though he wants to. Well, she's not offering. Yet. That's right, that's how he thinks, long term. Right, he's in it for the long haul. Then Big Bucks, he's going to be just friends until he's Ryan Reynolds. And then? And then he's going to slice her up, like in The Voices. Hey, please go see The Voices, Su- support small small movies. Via in cinemas and VOD right now. That's right, The Voice colon The Movie. The Voices, brackets, a movie. Oh, so it's not The Voice so that people will get confused with the NBC show? It's, it's called The Voices, ellipses, the movie version, semicolon, The Voices. Mm. Okay, that's not confusing. No, it's perfectly normal. Everyone knows what it is. Anyway, that's that for <laughs> this half of the episode. We'll be back after this little break to talk more. Enjoy these commercials. Do 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 do. LAPD for your friends. Also, Domino's Pizza is now called Domino's. Now just called Domino's. Right, we're back, and now it's time for episode ten of season four, Snow Job. Hey, I don't get it. What does that mean? I have no idea. This one's one of them Ken Whittington episodes. You know what he did after this? No. Many TV shows. Like, you find a TV show and you like it, it's probably done by him. He's the kind of guy who pops up everywhere. Who doesn't pop up anywhere, though? The writers, Doug Allen and Ali Muzika. Because what are they doing? Too busy. They're working hard on movie making. Yeah, they're making entourage. I I assume Ali's involved at some point, even though she's not credited anywhere, and everyone's kind of happy about that. One wonders what she's up to. Wim wonders what she's up to. Wim yeah. wonders is what she's up to. She's hanging out with Wim. Wondering up a project. That's right. Is it time to start a Wim Wenders podcast? <laughs> out on a whim with... <laughs> Pinot Noir. 
Paris, Texas. It's very way up our accounts whilst talking about Paris, Texas throughout the entirety of the run of Paris, Texas. Harry Dean Stanton's our guest. He doesn't know what's going on. I mean, I like it that way. I like to have a loose show. That also, that's very strict about the content. Anyway, snow job. Oh, okay, fine. Uh, if you don't want to do a Paris, Texas <laughs> podcast. He has uh, gone up into the hills where there's no service on his cell phone. Because he's hanging out with Anna Faris on a photo shoot. Whilst her crazy boyfriend's kind of getting everywhere, doing stupid stuff and taking over everything. He doesn't have cell service. What does that mean for the rest of everybody? How are they going to get in contact with him? Well, wh- why would they need to get in contact with him? Surely nothing could be going wrong today. Oh, yeah, it's it's June 6, 2006. Jesus Christ, you monster. Hey, I'm not the one who wrote it. This is 2007. Hey, okay, the episode shot in 2006. Yes, but why would... Look, that was a, that was a t- bad time in London. Oh, your jokes, you, my Your goodness. jokes hurt. I oh. make 9-11 jokes because I know American can handle it. London still feels the pain. It's nearly a decade since, but it, it still hurts. I'm sorry. Really? I thought you could handle it. My brother was on London Transport on that same day at some point. It's not during the time, obviously, because that would be stupid, but he, he could have been, but he wasn't, but he could have been. So but you're really not affected? Personally, no, but it's my city. But do, you I li- do you live there? Own it, I own it. Oh, you're like boss. <laughs> I'm like Bruce Springsteen. I own Chicago. That's right. Okay. Okay, so... <laughs> so who gets a snow job in the episode? Who doesn't get a... Nobody gets a snow job? job. I mean, I think we all... <laughs> we all, <laughs> all want to get a snow job. Yeah. What is that exactly? A blow job in the snow? It, 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 it's, it's a snow job in the blow. Okay, I think I hear what you're saying to me, Jamiroquai, but... Why don't you fucking explain it to me? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's about someone who goes deeper underground to hear that city that they found. I'm going deeper underground. Did it? Did it? Did it? I don't know the lyrics. No, you can Virtual put them in post. Insanity and all that we do. We have for futures made of virtual insanity. I don't know his songs anymore. No, that was the song. But he had the big hat. He was kind of floating about but not quite floating about he was like always on the floor but it was always moving I, I don't know what he, JK was up to I know he's onto drugs obviously but that's not part of Entourage until season 7 so we won't even get to that look Lost in the Clouds it was going to be a big thing it was going to be a big tentpole release for the studio except Billy Walsh has put in his new script he couldn't write Lost in the Clouds as a script so he's come up with something thematically similar but not the same an original concept it's it's totally different. It's totally different. It's totally it's different. It's post-apocalypse. It's planned to film in Nova Scotia. It's got women in it. Sex scenes, which drama and turtle both like. 
Their it's favorite. called Silo. Silo? Silo. Vince likes the script. Drama likes the fact that there's a part for him in there. And Ari's trying to get everyone together because Billy Walsh has lost his mind. And E is nowhere to be found. E's fucking up. E is losing it. Hey. He wishes. That's why he's fucking up. He wants to lose his virginity to Anna Ferris. I mean, who doesn't? It's everybody. I look forward to my day. In the sun. <laughs> That's what it is, right? Yeah. But I, th- I, th- I feel like Chris Pratt's kind of hogging the thing. Oh, yeah, he's hogging her vagina? <laughs> right? I mean, he's he's confirmed at this point that they've that they've had their time in the sun because they've got a child and everything. It's like, okay, stop it. Can, can pass her over. Well, I think that's her choice. On the left-hand side. I think that's her choice I mean, to make. It's <laughs> no, she agreed to it when she was 18. She signed a deal <laughs> in which... <laughs> I, I want to abandon bit. I really want to do We really need to earlier. make. I'm going to make an abandon bit drop. That Why you can would add you in. let me continue? Why wouldn't you stop me? I felt so bad. Yeah, listen. Oh, you, mother- <laughs> you just let me go. You just you just sat there. I made a bad call. <laughs> I, look, I I am a man who will yes and anything. You know that. You're know. the problem. You've got to stop offering me the the the, the catnip. That is a premise. I'm an enabler. <laughs> You're worse. Oh, no. You're a practitioner of the art. You don't just enable, you create in order to get the satisfaction of someone else doing something based on that. You're a monster. You know what? I love it. I'll buy it. That's a good pitch. <laughs> You're a mobster. What if, what if, mobster monster. <gasps> <laughs> you know it's what? Like, That's so simple. That I think CBS will love it. American Boardwalk Empire stories. It's like yeah, a recurring I mean, cast doing violent storylines every week. I think we might get sued if we call it that, but... <laughs> okay, what about Canadian... Love it. Pier... No, no, just stop. Canadian. Pier Empire, but not the black show. What if Tales. we call it exactly what you just said? Empire, but not the black show. That won't alienate anyone. <laughs> okay. Okay. You've got a deal. I'm going to abandon this bit too and leave you to sync with it. But don't worry, there's a life vest. You'll make it. There's no life vest for Ari. He is in the shit. Oh, he killed his wife, but she's also very alive. <laughs> He finds a way to get everybody on board except Dana Gordon on the new script instead of Lost in the Clouds. And when she's refusing to do anything, he jumps straight into the head of the studio, says, boom, here's your movie. It's not the film you wanted, but it's a film. It's a tempo release. Everyone's happy, right? Yeah. Good. Anna Farris splits up with her boyfriend because he's crazy. Oh, man, he's going to get it. Right, two episodes in, we've, we're an hour into their relationship, and he's about to finally get his lay on. His potato chips are about to come into fruition. Ugh. Oh, there's some salt and vinegar on that. Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. Some cheese. 
You got some sour cream. You're just I don't know what American flavors are. Yeah, no, that's it. Cheese and sour. Smoky cream. bacon. There's roast chicken. What do you guys have over Prawn there? Prawn cocktail. Cocktail. Uh, what is that? Prawn cocktail. Is that a bird's tail? It, it, it tastes like a. Uh, tastes like uh, Tom Cruise after a night at the club. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's pretty pretty spectacular. Pardon me. And that's that episode. Yep. That is actually all of Snowjob. Yeah. No one gets a snow job. Misleading No title. one gets a snow job. I don't know what the point of it was. Hmm. I guess Silo is the snow job, but even that's a stretch. Yeah. Guys, you make, if you're making us think too hard, then we're not going to get it. We're Entourage fans. You got to be like you know. the cup writer's room. You got to just... Write the cup, guys. They know what they're doing. Yeah. They're writing for us. They're actually the writing for man. us because we're actually meant to be the odd couple. They just chose some famous people instead because yeah. they thought that we couldn't sell a show. But we could totally sell a show. We're selling this show. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be a TV show, by the way, in the future. Oh, Entourage? Yelling about Ellen. Oh, Yelling about Ellen. Yeah. What is it, what is it going to be? A, a, a like a. It's like going to be a a, a docu series. It's going to be a nightly talk show, oh. in which we get celebrity guests on, and they'll promote their product, and we'll ask them various questions about Entourage. related to Hollywood, and they'll tell us funny stories. And it'll be like the real life stories that Entourage tells, except by other people who aren't the Entourage cast. I feel as if that ship sailed, and that might have been a good after show after Raj. How would that be an after show for that? It's So, think about this. Okay, so it's, uh, let's say, NBC, and Parks and Recreation has just finished, and you're still tuning on, and you're like, okay, what's, what's up next? Hmm. And then it's like, uh, it's yelling about Ellen! Tonight, we have Dylan McDermott and musical guest Jamiroquai. And they'll come out, they'll sit on an armchair, you'll be sitting on a chair and I'll be sitting behind a desk. And we'll ask them questions about their project and about fun times they have in maybe Hollywood or doing something entertainment related. We'll show a clip, we'll have songs from the big chair and then maybe some skits. <laughs> I think we nailed it. Uh, I think that'd be great. I think we could pitch that. All right. I think we just did. There we go. So, uh, NBC, if you want to buy it, uh, we can change our name to the Seth Meyers Show. <laughs> or Up All Night. We will stump Up All Night if we have to. Yeah. Request, though, if the second series we can then break for a bit and try and become a multi-camera live show. And also if we can have Jason Lee as our best friend slash angry neighbor. Hey, that's already the case. The cape. <laughs> <laughs> yep. MVC's the cape. Not to be confused with the cup. No, which is on CBS. Not right. to be confused with Two Girls, One Cup, which is an NBC show. Oh, I thought that was a CBS show about two broke girls who have one cup that they share between them and <laughs> turn tricks with it. it, it it's a multi-channel mashup. Oh man, you know what? It's I like Calm Again. Missed those days. <laughs> Battle of the Network Stars. Yeah, but on Stars. Yeah. And it's just course. basically the characters from Party Down, Boss, Magic City, and Spartacus. Wow. Hey, I'm proud that you could even name more than one star show. <laughs> hey, we could have gone for Crash, but I didn't go for that because I thought, well, Dennis Hopper's dead. 
<sighs> That's right. I forgot. Shout out to Rush. So Shut next up. episode, can 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 you do the cans, man? No can do. Can. No can do. So, the guys are going to con. The bros are flying <laughs> down to southern France. Taking a character. Hey, I am from southern France. I come from the bayou of the Mediterranean. That's a pretty... Where Treme was originated. There we go. I feel like I got it. And that's a real line from the show. <laughs> that is a genuine line from the show Treme. Steve Zahn himself. Steve, <laughs> Steve Zahn from Rescue Dawn is there. You really want to let that go? It's one of his greatest dramatic roles. That's true. That and uh, the dog one. Sahara. Nope. <laughs> go on. Please. Please go on. No, you know, Sahara is not what I was thinking of. But Now, what's the dog one? National security, you racist. I mean, look. Side note, national security is amazing. Yeah, I know. That's Where's the that one Blu-ray release? Eric Roberts is a bad guy. He's always entertaining. I meant blue, blue streak. Martin Lawrence being beaten up by a cop because of his color of his skin. That wasn't blue streak? No, blue streak is when he goes back into pretending to be a cop when he's a burglar because they left a diamond. Is that a in sequel a building that was being built, and then it b- ends up being a cop uh, uh, headquarters for a police precinct, and he and Luke Wilson have to solve crime so he can pretend to be a cop and get into the ladies' toilets where the uh, vent is the uh, diamond that he stole. Mm. Hmm. Quiz me on more Martin Lawrence movies. I know way too much about them. All right, let's talk about Big Mamas. House? Poor uh, Matty. What happens in it? Okay, so Paul Giamatti and Martin Lawrence are working a case with uh, a dogfight in the underground. And at one point, Paul Giamatti is locked in one of the cages when the dogs are set free by Martin Lawrence in order to uh, get rid of the scourge. And they find that one of the uh, possible leads in their case, leads dog, has family, a relative, up in a southern area. So he goes there and tends to be... The big mama, the relative of the family, mm. and while she's away on holiday, and he takes over the house to make sure that he can uh, catch this criminal. Wow. Okay, what about Big Mama's house too? So, the character <laughs> is back, even though the crime is not at all the same, and Paul Giamatti's character has been killed, and so he's trying to hunt for the killer. At this point, he just likes dressing up as a... As he just a likes being the character because it's convenient, even though everyone knows that he's actually a cop, and he's revealed it, and he's fallen in love with the daughter. Hmm. Well, actually, the the, 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 the granddaughter, I apologize. So what about Big Mama's House 3? Uh, that's not what it's called. Uh, okay, well, enlighten me then. Big Mama's like father, like son. sees both... Brandon T. Johnson and Martin Lawrence, as father and son, working together to hide away after the son witnesses a crime that he shouldn't have witnessed in an all-girls dormitory, in which they all start singing and dancing because it's a musical school. Now, Big Mama becomes a sort of RA, a, 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 a mother hen in this dormitory, whilst the son becomes one of the women. 
That seems sort of risky for a man to be dressed up as a woman in a dormitory full of young girls. But it's rated PG, so it's fine. Everything is very chaste. Oh, okay. Vinny chaste. <laughs> so, speaking of <laughs> chaste... No, you can't fault me now. I've yelled about Ellen. I've lectured about Lawrence. Hey, you know, I would rather switch and do a, a lectures about Lawrence series where I just interview I think you. we just did. Well, let's do that from now on. Uh, next episode, we'll get into the Bad Boys franchise. Oh, I, I want to hear about Bad Boys about 3 that and no two. one else knows. A film no one else knows? <laughs> Bad Boys 3. I know more about it than anyone else. Bad Boys 3, which uh, hasn't come out on Blu-ray. 2018. Oops. Didn't mean to spoil it for anybody, but uh, it's a coming. Are you a time traveler? I am a famous Hollywood actor, so yes, I have a time travel. Mm. That's why you know so much about Martin Lawrence. Of course. That's one of the requirements. That's a prerequisite to being when, famous. When, when you time travel, it takes a long time, so you have to stock up on quality movies to watch, and That's Martin right. Lawrence films are the best. That's true. Well, no, I say the best. I mean, there's some great Edward Sandler ones out there as well. I wish they would do a film together. Um, I think that might be too much for one movie. How have they not, have they done a, they have to have done a film together at this point, right? Yeah, they did that one where Adam Sandler plays a a Southern Baptist. <laughs> Go on. No, that's the whole that's the whole that's thing. The, well, no, what's Martin Lawrence doing then? Not much. He's just chewing up scenery. It's a very quiet indie drama. I can't believe we haven't talked about Wild Hogs. Oh, Wild Black Hogs. Night. Yeah. Well, that's the one where they all God play Wild life. Hogs. That's my boy. Jeez, he was in that as lose. the boy. Gremlins 2. The new batch. Creepy Crawlies, whatever that Gremlins knockoff was called. They were in that. Or Ghoulies. Critters. Critters. And Critters 2, of course, where they dress mm. up as big mamas. <laughs> Critters House 2. <laughs> Critters House! <laughs> Critters like Ghoulies like some. Hey. We just wrote the new Critters. Well, right. You wrote it. We are pitching so much to Hollywood. Hollywood yeah, how has do we to pitch us sure something back. How do we make sure no one can steal this? Uh, oh, no, we've sent it to ourselves via email first. Mm. It's fine. Okay. If we don't open the envelope, it's going to be all good. That's right. You're all fucked. You can't steal from us. You can't steal shit. Unless yeah. you're Martin Lawrence. You can steal a diamond and then do the long con and get it back. Yeah, he'll do Go a bit of a blue streak. Border, get away. <sighs> okay, no can do. Oh yeah, that's right. There's other parts. So guys, it's time to go to can. So what do they have to do? Gotta get on a plane. Gotta get on a plane, but there's a problem. There's a what? There's a problem. Oh yeah, some terrorists are attacking. Well, that's the fear. It's code red, Bomb baby. Bomb scare central in LAX, guys. Yeah, well, listen, this is a couple of years after 9 left, so people are on real high alert. Do you know what drama says? What? If they're on my plane. <coughs> he Wahlbergs. That's right. He does the Wahlberg thing. It was astonishing, because I haven't actually watched this episode that much since the announcement that Mark Wahlberg, if he was on the plane on 9-11, that wouldn't have happened. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, it's based on his true f- experience. Yeah, but I didn't realize that he, that you know, 
the writers of the show knew so much about his opinions on the terrorists of 9-11. Yeah, right? he forced... Well, he That's came incredible. into the room and he lectured them. When, they, when he heard they were doing an, an airport episode, he yeah. told them... Yeah, he said, I've been waiting. 9-11 theories. I've been waiting for a script like you to walk into my life. Yeah, he used a Funky yeah. Bunch cover. <laughs> to, to explain it, so like, they were what like, I love okay. about the Funky Bunch covers is they're usually just eighty songs he sings over, and he doesn't rap. Yeah, he doesn't kinda, need kinda to. Cool. He's got those dulcet tones, and I'm not talking about his muscles. Talking about his boxes? Yeah, I'm talking about his his boxer snake. <laughs> his big old Dak, Dak Shepherd. That's Stop. what I call mine. <laughs> Come out, Christian Bell needs you. That's what I call my raps. balls. The Kristen Bells. <laughs> Starting to go into your house of lies. Take off your parenthood. Oh. That's when you have a bris. That's what you, when you get your tubes tied. Right? Men do that. Yeah, that's totally the thing men do. So, E has to uh, get Anna Faris onto the film with, for Billy Walsh because he really wants her on there. But he doesn't like the script. He fucking hates the script, man. Because he doesn't like Billy. He does not like Billy Walsh, and he doesn't like the script. So what's he going to do? Well, he convinces her, then flirts with her, and then tells her the script's terrible. And off-screen, he is fired. Ugh, what a dumb. Off-screen, so we don't see it. Well, yeah, we it, it would be too heartbreaking. Right? <laughs> True love foiled by business. Anyway, Drama and Turtle are hanging out together. And Drama is looking around the airport trying to make friends with people who are potential terrorists. So he hangs out with the Arab-looking person in the airport. Um. Yep. Huh. Yep. I don't quite remember that. No, it's what happens. He's like, hey, you know, are you good? Let's talk to each other. And it's really like, oh, it's polite, but at the same time, you do it, you're racially profiling because... Because. 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 Turtle doesn't do anything. He just sits there. So basically, nothing really happens at the airport. Except Ari, who uh, is dealing with the fact that Mrs. Ari is now off the uh, can list. And he he's happy because he wants a boys' night out. But she's now buying lots of stuff because she's passive-aggressive. Right. And Lloyd. Lloyd! Was and is annoyed that he's not going because he was told if Mrs. Ari doesn't go, he'll go. And now he's not going either. Yeah, it makes no sense to me that he ever thought he was going to go. But he goes with a vacation to a, what I assume is a sexually explicit gay joint with Tom. Probably. Because we see in the next episode, he's taking champagne or Bailey's cream or something out of a uh, fountain an iced sculpture which is a penis and he's getting the drink from the uh, urethra that's another good name for a pod getting the drink from the urethra <laughs> it's about urine drinking your own urine water world so no it's a water world app yep guys we're doing a water world pod anyway he sorts everything out he gets uh, Sidney Pollock to give him a private flame but there's not enough space for everybody, so uh, they think, oh, we're, we're not going to go because we need to go as a group. Right. 
And then a certain person walks up and says, hey, you want to come with us then? And oh, another rapper, right? He's got another plane. It's a massive plane. And Ari ends the episode staring at uh, the clothed asshole of a stewardess on the plane because he's an asshole. Well, I think we should reveal to the listeners who it I was. I don't know who it is because I don't know rap stars. So I think you have to Okay, describe well, it's it. not Brian Grazer. <laughs> Famed and acclaimed rapper. It's Kanye. Need I say more? Yep. West. What's his surname? Uh, Kanye West. His name is Kanye West. Kanye or Kanye West. West. Ka- no, sorry, he, you said his name is Kanye West, and his surname is Kanye West. Yeah. So, so it's Kanye West, Kanye West. Kanye West, Kanye West. That's a terrible name. Why would someone get called that? How does he not change it? He's got a stage name, I assume, at some point. Well, my name is Nick Torres. Nick Torres. Yes, but my name's Andrew Juhater Jones, so we all no, have things that no. we've founded with <laughs> from all the running jokes for a show to have. Why is that it's... I, hey, hey, it's my parents who gave me that name. Oh, I have not people. had the money to afford to get it changed by the courts. Who does? Vinny Chase. And he refuses to loan any money to me. Wow. He likes it. He likes laughing at me and going, ha, everywhere you walk, when you sign into something, you've got to write that down. It's the worst. I try and find a way to phrase it better, like, phew, hater, but people see through it. They see your hate hiding in plain sight. They, they, they see the, the terminology of the hate, which I hate. I hate the hate. I've got Jewish friends. Oh, boy, you're just digging yourself deeper. Don't say digging. Not like that. Oh, you're digging. Boy. Digging up those holes. Digging. So Kanye West, Kanye West, appears with a gigantic plane. So hey. everyone's saved and everyone's going to Can. Not just a plane, a plane and some hot stewardesses. Yes, hot stewardesses with weird names like Urethra. Uh, <laughs> And salmonella. She, there's a reason she has that name. <laughs> and Queen Latifah. And that's just Queen Latifah. Yeah, she, well, she's got a vagina shaped like Queen Latifah. But she doesn't do anything. But when she queefs, it makes it sound like it's Last Holiday's trailer. It plays the dinosaur song. From Barney. The yeah. Osprey dinosaur. Hey, yup, get off the floor. Everybody do the dinosaur. Look <laughs> at my butt. It's <laughs> gonna roar. Look at my butt. It's in a roar. Everybody fuck me on my dinosaur. They got some weird stuff into that Ice Age movie. Yeah, like when uh, when Dennis Leary walks out. Yeah, how did they get him into that? Live action Dennis Leary, and he says, Hey, I, I wanted my character to kill himself, so <laughs> I wouldn't have to be in these films anymore, but they wouldn't animate it. So I did some green screen work, and then he shoots himself in the head. Which is, and then later on, one of the characters keeps looking around. Every time he looks around, he sees Dennis Leary just standing there, and yep. he's reminded, Oh, yeah, my what I did caused him to die. And then he kills Emma Stone. Okay. 
<laughs> because this ice age is set in like uh, 1987, 88. I just so, think that. So he finds a baby in a stone and just rips it apart with <laughs> his ferocious mammoth. Oh, oh I, we were talking about Ray Romano. Emma! Emma! He goes. Well, that last scene of a Tusk where Patricia Heaton walks in and sees Ray Romano sewn into that <laughs> mammoth suit. <laughs> That was some real harrowing shit. <laughs> that was specific. Jesus. That might be the funniest thing you've ever said. Oh. <laughs> oh, <Jesus>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, fudge tickle. So that's that last part of... Kanye West. Kanye West. To think all that came from Kanye West. <laughs> anyway, it's time for the final episode in season four, one of the greatest seasons of the show, The Can Kids. That's right, another can in the name. Con. Yay, West. Kanye West. So they are at Can. Con. Uh, can? Con. You know, I just say it the way I'm going to say it. Sabotage. Sabotage. I say sabotage. At con. Con. It's time to do some dicking around for the boys. So they they, they do stuff, We're right? Gonna let you just, I'm just going to let you go for a while. So no, uh, that was I was sort of setting it up. Like I was giving you like the the VOD. No, I'm gonna be short. obnoxious and relaxed. I'm gonna unzip my trousers uh, and pull it out. I don't think I should. Nope, nope. No, I've got an episode guide down there. You know, well, that's what I. That's what they said when you whipped it out when you unzipped your trousers. No, no, I don't think I should. But it was already too late. Hey, you want to see an episode guide for every Simpsons ever? <laughs> Here's a trivia for you. God. <laughs> Here's a to funny the crawl space. <laughs> you said crawl space this time. I didn't even bring John Wayne Gacy Jr. up. Yeah, but you brought the spirit of him back. It's How living is in, living jerking in you. it to the Simpsons? Anything to do with John Wayne Gacy Jr.? Because is that what he's famous for? He used to dress up like Homer. <laughs> he would watch the Tracy Ullman shorts and go like, yeah, I can get into this. He would say, I want to eat that little boy's shorts. <laughs> and I can't blame him because obviously that's a very sexual thing to say. I mean, I don't, can't stress that enough. <laughs> Two episodes you've stressed that now. Yeah, I think that's stressing oh. <laughs> it enough. Anyway. So Vincent Chase is an actor. He's charming. He's lavish. He's hanging out. He's smiling. He's got sunglasses on. He's a playboy. Yeah, Yee is the playboy. Do you remember Yee? Yeah, he's the one who uh, had a wife who Vinnie, he told Vinny Chase to fuck. He liked to watch. Yeah, it's not even that. He just wants to see her happy. Oh. And that's anyway, sweet. everybody is only happy when they've got Vinny Chase's penis inside them. That's true. That's why. That is <laughs> when a scientific <laughs> fact. <laughs> he's a Justin Timberlake of giving. Yeah, at that concert that you were at. 
the 20 inch 20 experience. So. Hello? Is <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, what happens with Turtle in this episode? Um, Let's focus on Turtle. Focus on Turtle. Uh, he, he tries to sell <laughs> his body. His body on the streets of Cannes. <laughs> on the Coisette. But no one takes him up on it. Okay, so Turtle's on the yacht of Yair the Playboy. Wait. And immediately he is pawned off by Yair the Playboy to a girl who says tells who is told to give him a blowjob. And he walks downstairs with the girl. He doesn't appear again for like fifteen, twenty minutes of the episode. Hmm. She she almost kills him. I believe that's an episode in itself in which we just see him downstairs. Starts taking off his trousers when she grabs a rope and starts strangling him with her own bare hands like Hitler did. Well, she strangles his penis, where his brain is. <laughs> oh, the truth. As ugly as it seems. The ugly truth. Yep, that's what, that's what I said. Well, yeah. But, you know, if if we want that high goal money, then we have to promote properly. I don't properly. want that high money. The ugly truth. I don't want that stuff though. I want the proper money. I want the I want the high goal money. I want the thirty five million it costs to make Medellin plus a bit more. Oh, is that how much it costs? That's how much it costs. So how how are they gonna sell it? They need to make that money back. Well, E, R, A, Vin, Billy, they're all there to do this. They're all working together. Remember Adam Goldberg's character, Nick Rubenstein? Of course, who could forget? Hey, he's the young one of the two producer family. The father's getting out of the business. He's in the business. Wait, excuse he's me. Did you, say, did you say he's the young one of the Jew producer family? <laughs> given the it's other my middle name. It's not my personal preference. Okay, okay. I like people. I like the chosen people, okay? Okay. Okay. You say so. Did we just say if you say so? Because that <laughs> sounds like you're questioning putting this stuff up there. I don't think I said that. Okay. So Goldberg is playing, he plays this character, as we've seen before. And he's been through some tough times. He's got not much money left. He's uh, a drug addict. He's under house arrest. And he's hanging out with prostitutes at the moment. Oh and boy. he just wants as much money as he possibly can. Yeah. Now... So Yair is offering them 35 million if he can have it for his new endeavor, which may or may not be video on demand based as well as cinema chains. Oh Billy man. Walsh wants a studio who can get him an Oscar. For Medellin. For Medellin, because he believes it's the greatest oh. film ever made. What a dreamer. Oh, he's a dreamboat. Billy? Billy. Billy Walsh. But is he part of the dream team? He is one third of the team that dreams. Okay. He's the creamy part of the dream team. So then who are the other two? Doc- Dr. King? And Edward R. Murrow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so fictional characters. And they, the three of those two, <laughs> three of them have to stop Van Helsing from destroying Dracula <laughs> in order to save the future of the underworld. And Bill Nye's career. 
What a league of extraordinary and gentle men. So, that was a bit should we sell this pitch to a movie studio? I want yeah. 35 million minimum. 35 million, at least Medellin money. That's what we'll say in the pitch. <laughs> maybe 50, maybe even 75. I want it all. I want it now. Yeah, that's it. That's what we'll do. Right when we end the pitch, I'll we'll say I a want musical, it all. A musical that we pitch. We pitch a musical One with. One and a two and a dun. Hey, buy my movie. Boom, It'll be groovy, groovy, groovy movie money, please, please. And then there's then there's a rap break. Ooh, where LL Cool J comes in. He's like, Hey, haha. LL Cool J, I'm here to say, get the movie made, pitch it now. Yeah. He's given up on the form of rapping altogether. No rhymes for me. I do poetry in my sleep. Wait, that rhymed. No, because he said in my sleep. Oh. <laughs> he's aggressively making sure it doesn't rhyme. Jesus. <laughs> he's very specific in making sure nothing rhymes. Anyway, they settle down with Dana Gordon of the studio. And they get to a point where they can say, hey, look, we'll get 35 million for it. They can? <laughs> he can. But then, Yair undercuts them all and says, get, makes a $75 million deal. Oh, my God. For Medellin. That's fucking insane. Then they go and watch the movie. Uh, oh. <laughs> then Turtle that... looks bored the entire time. Yeah. It's one of the greatest bits of acting Jerry Ferrara has ever done. Right, because Medellin is so good. <laughs> and then, well, what they projected on the screen was amazing. For filming purposes. Then everyone boos it. is glad he didn't sign any contracts, so he's getting out of it quickly. Right. And who should appear? Harvey Weingard. Remember oh him? Oh my god. The right. Harvey Weinstein impersonator. <laughs> he's fresh from another heart attack. He sells, he buys it for one dollar. Oh. Medellin. Well, that's a he real ball. He will make it a better film with one dollar. Wow. The and Medellin story is a dark story. Everyone's just okay with that, that he buys it for a dollar? They're so pissed off, but they've got distraction. Let's go back to earlier in the episode. They okay. want a boat. The Macarena is playing. Drama is a big star. That's Viking right. Viking Quest has been in the most bought part of Amazon since Amazon began. Yeah, overseas. He's a hit. He is. At home, a he's French, a shit. A young French girl comes up to him, asks, are you Tarvolt? I love, for, I love Viking Quest. They hang out. He gets kicked out of the hotel that he's waited for ages for because they gave him the wrong room and they called him a spoiled American brat. Which, you know, he's right to fight them on. Yeah. He, he, he can't find the girl. Oh, he no. goes to the red carpet for Medellin. The girl appears. They, they avoid the screening. They go to the beach. They have sex. Drama three wins? Hours. Drama he's wins? Having, there's a crowd forming after the screening of Medellin. The, the gang rushes over to f join the crowd to watch a guy 
having sex on the beach for three hours straight. It's drama. Victory. What a winner. Finally. He's got a girl, and he's got an erection. The other shoe has dropped. And the shoe is his bullsack. That's right. And that's how season four of Entourage ends. Drama fucking. Drama has a great shag session whilst everyone else gets fucked. Hey, you know what? It's worth it if our boy Johnny D gets to use his If Johnny D gets to use his little D. Right. For posterity? Posterity is more like it. That's me slapping. Like you see. <laughs> like Zachary Quinto would. <laughs> anyway, that is season four of Entourage. Yeah, wow, that was That's really interesting. We're halfway through the show now. We've gone through the first four seasons. I'm scared. Which are my favorite hotels? The four seasons? Yeah. Your favorite hotel, your favorite group. I don't like the group. No, I find them obtrusive and noxious. I love the movie they made about it, though. Oh, the Eastwood picture. Mm. American Sniper. He got his baby face just right. Yep. True to, true to real life. Yeah, his father was the most lethal sniper in American history. Yep. That's he, why he, he didn't think about it much. No, but that's why, if you really think about it, that's why he could write what he wrote. The, the love songs that he wrote. That's why he sang such a high pitch, because he was so scared of if he sang too low... He yeah. feel the tremble of the sniper back into his arms. And he was a robot baby, so he was able to reach a pitch that so high that no other person could reach it. Bitty, bitty, bitty robot. Oh, that's my favorite David Bowie song. <laughs> mm, robot, magic robot. So, I guess that's it, folks. Guys, that's another season down. We are months away from the Entourage movie now. We've got half a show to get through still. Yeah, I'm, I'm worried we might not. Step this game. What if we don't make Go. it? We will. We will make it. And you know what happens? What? We're going to have to do it every twice in a week if we're not careful, but we will do it. We will get to the point where we will have every episode discussed before the show comes out. And then you better believe we will be talking about the show. We'll be thinking about what the show's gonna, the film's going to be beforehand. And we'll talk about the show and the film and the show and the film in context with one another. Our audience experiences with the film, how we first found the show. We'll go into real depth about everything. We'll get guest stars yeah. on as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we didn't mention that. That we were always planning to get Grenier on here. Uh, Piven. Yeah. The Pivs. I mean, he's always in London, so it should be easy to find him. Yeah, you can do it on your end, and then I'll get yeah. any chase to come to my home on this end, since he babysat no, me uh, once when I was I little. Exactly, so we've got our ties. Um, not sure if we can ever get Doug Ellen in, because I'm scared that if we do, he won't appreciate how loud we yell. Mm, I know he's yeah. got tinnitus, and that would be a problem. And Ferrara will go on any show, even if you make fun yes. of him. Yes, if we so. make fun of him online, he'll call into um, Tom Sharpling's show. And so by if we that, do that, he will call into us via that because we have connections over there. Right. Do we? Um, I know Alison. She's a PA. Mm. Press Association. Well, I know Kevin Connolly from poker. I know Kevin Dillon from TV and movies. Hey, that's as, that's as much of an in as we need with him. 
I watched six episodes of How to Be a Gentleman. I mean, that's more than anyone else could humanly manage. So, I if mean, that's pretty... Tweet him that, and I'm sure he'll say, Hey, what can I do for you? Hey, bro, you're one of my bros now. You're one of the Dylan family. Come over for Christmas dinner. Ugh. And I sit in Matt's spot. Matt is don't, out. Don't mention Employee of the Month. The greatest film Dane Cook and Dak Shepard have ever been in together. <laughs> That's the one. I legitimately love that film. Well, I guess that's how you end it on an employee of the month joke. Acquaintance be forgotten. Entourage. Entourage. Happy New Year. God bless us, every everyone. One. Please leave a five-star review. If you don't like the show, please leave a one-star review. If you're all right on the show, leave a three-star review. But really, there's no room for two or four. Even numbers are lies and bullshit created by a patriarchy. Thanks for watching. Yeah, I could just keep going. You know what, folks? It's just me now. I can say whatever I want. I said I didn't like Nightmare on Elm Street. Fuck it. England ain't listening. Uh, now you know what? I'm not cut out for this. I'm not. I'm no Mark Marin. You know what? I need to make some apologies for for this season's uh, insults. I'm sorry to the Williams family for those mean Robin Williams jokes I've done. Uh, but he's dead, so get over it.